1: this thing on? Ah, hello. There we are. What's going on, Steelers Nation Radio? It is high noon on a Monday afternoon. That can only mean one thing. It's time to go inside the electric factory here on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. Wesley Euler flying solo again today. No, (laughs) Mozi. I miss my partner in crime. (laughs) But we can't let the vibes be brought down today because it's not just any. Monday here on the program. You knuckleheads. It's the victory Monday, the first one in way too long. So let me get Johnny Drama up in here to set the scene. Victory. Victory. <laughs> no moatsy today, but you guys know the drill. Uh when moats is out, I'll bring some friends. We'll catch up with Chris Carter in the next hour of the show. He will join us live here on SNR. You also know that I will get to your questions your comments, your concerns, and your reactions as we roll along at Wesley Euler on the Twitter.com is where you get at me if you want to get involved on this Monday, this Victory Monday. All right, one more time, one more time. Victory! Ah, it just feels so good when it hits your ears, doesn't it? Victory Monday, folks. Uh, Needless to say, a big one for the Pittsburgh Steelers at Heinz Field, taking down the Broncos 27-19. And, and that's what you needed. I mean, right? We, we, we talked about this all last week, particularly on Friday. You just needed to win. And there was a lot in that performance to be encouraged by. There was a lot that we'll discuss today and this week, obviously. There's a lot of good there from yesterday's game. But the most important, the top of that list, is the victory. You like some of the fashion in which it got done. You liked what you saw from the offense and the offensive line in particular. Right? There's a lot of good there. A lot of minutia that we will dissect as we always do. But point blank period, the most important thing yesterday, it didn't matter if the final score was 3-2 to two or if it was 55-7. to seven. The season was in the balance. You had to get it done yesterday at home. Couldn't start the season 0-3 at home. Couldn't lose four straight games on the bounce. The Steelers got it done. They got the W, and now they have a real shot to get back to 3-3 and before the bye week. And now, they're staying alive. I mean, the Steelers are the Bee Gees. That's what we wanted them to do on Sunday, was stay alive, mission accomplished. That was really the onus. You, you, we'll give kudos to the offensive line, we'll talk about Ben Roethlisberger. we'll discuss the defense a little bit as well too. But you had to win, you got it done. I thought the crowd did their part. Not perfect. And particularly some stuff from the defense maybe a little frustrating as well too. The offense while they played much better and are continuing to improve, there were some opportunities that lay, they left out on the field as well. But again, the most important thing, you know, to borrow a line from Al Davis was to just win, baby. And the Pittsburgh Steelers won. And because of that, they're staying alive. And we're keeping the dream alive here on the Steelers Blitz today. If you'll just uh pardon me here for a second, let's have a little fun. Go, 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 shawty. It's your birthday. We gonna party like it's your birthday. Well, you can't take- Staying alive, staying alive, zima 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 da 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 and we're staying alive, staying alive, ha 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 staying alive, staying alive, ha 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 ha, staying alive. Side note. There's a Bee Gees documentary that just came out on HBO. Fantastic. If you're a rockumentary person like I am, definitely worth your time. The Pittsburgh Steelers are doing the Bee Gees thing. We're staying alive. I'll take your tweets. At Wesley Euler, you guys know the drill. No mozi today. We will have Chris Carter join us at 1 o'clock. Looking forward to that. We'll do some discussion. We'll get to some of your reaction uh, before we get to our buddy CC. You know, about 50 minutes or So from now, let's start at the top. Let's start with two of the guys that I always like to hear from uh, post-Steelers Sunday. Uh, I'm talking the head coach, Mike Tomlin. I'm talking the quarterback, Ben Roethlisberger. Been a rough three weeks, I think, for both of those guys. Uh, but you get back in the saddle yesterday. You get a big victory. Um, and, and I think it was, you know... At times it felt it was going to be comfortable for the Steelers, but we just know, hey, that's not how they like to do things. Honestly, that's just not very common in the National Football League either to to blow teams out with ease. But Mike Tomlin talking about how he um, thought it was a, a hard-fought victory by his team, one that was required against the Denver Broncos. Really excited
0: about the victory. I'm appreciative of all the, all the effort in um, all three phases to produce it. Um, it was not without his challenges, but that's what we expect on this Sunday uh, level of football. Um, but we needed this one today, obviously. It was a big one, and, and the guys responded in a big way from start to finish. Man, I just like the way we came out of the locker room and just continued to fight and compliment one another. Um, the offense got started fast. We needed that. The defense supported the offense when we turned the ball over and got a stop and made them settle for a field goal. We needed that. We hadn't done that. Uh, we are able to finish strong at the end, offensively drive the length of the field, kick a field goal on defense, obviously get stout there with our backs up against it. Um, so, man, it's a lot to build upon, hopefully, as we move forward, um, but not looking big picture at all, just what we were able to do today. I'm appreciative of that. Um, had a couple of injuries. Devin Bush had a groin. Uh, Juju Smith-Schuster had a shoulder injury. He's been evaluated at the hospital. I'm sure I'll have some more information for you guys. Uh, We had a couple guys cramping and so forth, Najee, just the regular bumps and bruises associated with play. I'll pause for questions. Mike, you were able to do the power run game. Is that something you felt that you guys could do against this? the specific front? Again, it's not about the people we were playing, and, and we kind of talked about that at the early portions of the week. I, I felt our running game coming together last week, um, but because of the nature and how the game was unfolding, you know, we weren't able to have the volume of runs to kind of reflect that. Uh, we minimized negativity a week ago. We, the pile was falling forward. We had hats on hats, and I think what we were able to do today was just a continuation of that, and so, you know, hopefully that's encouraging from a big-picture perspective.
2: Uh, James Pierre's day kind of shows you how a cornerback in this league has to have a short memory on stuff.
0: Just young guys. You know, um, man, he stayed in the fight, man. Young guys, they're going to come after you. Um, They're going to get some plays. You're going to have to make some plays. Um, It's an education of a corner uh, in the National Football League. Um, I appreciate his mentality. Um, He was tough-minded about it and stayed in the fight. I appreciate some of the veteran leadership that he has and support that he has. A guy like Joe Hayden talking you through those moments and helping you through a football game is significant, and I just you know can't say enough about Joe's efforts in terms of nurturing him and and and, and helping him grow in those ways as well.
2: was play tracking down Williams in the long run to save you guys four
0: points? Big time, big time, you, uh, oh, Big time hustle play.
2: I'm sorry, you talked uh, last week about the absence of chunk plays, but you were able to get some today. How significant was that?
0: It is. It helps us. You know, um, it eliminates a lot of execution. You know, less third downs you have to convert, for example. And so, um, you know, chunk plays, when we're clicking uh, historically here, um, it's a component of our play, and and it was today, and we needed it, and and we're appreciative.
2: Like the tinkering you did with the dive, what were you hoping
0: to get out of that, and did it work? Dime personnel defensively? We were just spreading Cam Sutton's work around among a group of people as opposed to uh, putting it on one person. Um, when you're playing with some guys that are working in expanded roles that still have their special teams responsibility, for example, is good to kind of spread the workload, and that's simply what we were doing, uh, leaning on the individual strengths in terms of their style of play, but just largely spreading the work around in an effort to minimize the, the absence of Cam Sutton. What
3: about up front, though, in that package with Alex, TJ, and Melvin all in there at the same time? What kind of made you guys want to try that out?
0: We know all three of those guys are rush capable, but, you know, very rarely have we had all three guys going into a game or from a preparation of a game standpoint. I think Buffalo was the last time that we went into a game like that. so you know that's something that we have been on intent on getting to, but you need a player availability for make for, to make that happen. And so we had a good week with all three guys talking about 98 and 56 and so uh, we utilized all three of them on those possession downs in an effort to get a top quality rush. How much of a success from that unit? I think there were one for the first ten on third down. It was collective. Um, you know, it was rush and coverage. They they were committed to protecting their passer. Um, you know, the running back and the tight end was in a bunch on third down, but we didn't mind that because the fan is protecting and he's not running routes, and we were okay with that. Um, but it was a combination of both, and largely it had to do with because of how they chose to play. Um, they were trying to neutralize our four-man rush with with tight ends and running backs. And so that gave us advantage in the routes, if you will, seven versus three vertical runners. And so we were able to win a lot of those possession downs. Mike, how much of
3: a confidence booster was this for the offensive line, keeping Ben upright and also opening up holes for Najee?
2: Time
0: will tell that story.
2: Mike, there was the, the, the sequence. Ben called timeout third and long. And then was it something he saw and then something you guys saw when you came back out of the timeout and, and hit Claypool for the TD?
0: Yeah, but you know, we're not going to delve into the intimacies of the conversations that we have. Mike,
2: it did look like you got real exotic with Miller, and yet you were able to contain him. Was that because you were running the ball, or is that on Chuke's
0: What's that? On
2: Miller, keeping him kind of contained. You know,
0: more than anything, you know, you're not going you know, to eliminate this guy, but you, you minimize his impact on the game by staying out of negative circumstance. And largely, we were able to do that because we were running the ball. At times, we got in negative circumstances because of penalties, penalty here, penalty there, false start, holding, things of that nature. And that's when we were really in danger, to be quite honest with you, when we were behind the chains. And so we worked really hard to just stay out of them circumstances, first and foremost. Thank you about situational football. Your offense was 7-12 and third downs, a lot of big conversions, especially from Ben. What went into their success on those plays today? Again, like I mentioned, we were on schedule. If you looked at the down and distances of those conversions, they were very manageable ones.
2: You mentioned the run game, looking at Nashie Harris' the season as a whole, the way that he's been able to build. What do you like about his evolution just as a rookie getting out there and getting more runs?
0: It's like I talked about on Wednesday, he's getting better every week, but I think that's a reasonable expectation. Uh, we're talking about a guy who has some talent, obviously, uh, but who's getting acclimated to the professional game. The learning experience is what it is. He's a sharp guy. He's learning quickly, and so it's reasonable to expect him to continue to put together increasingly better performances, uh, particularly in the short term.
2: When you were asked on Tuesday who we had to watch out for on Denver's offense, you
0: mentioned fans specifically, and he didn't do a whole lot today. What went into that? They chose to protect the pocket with him, um, particularly on those possession downs. If you go back and look at third downs, oftentimes he was in the core and off the ball, and, and we identified that as protection first, and so he wasn't getting out clean. And so you got to make decisions from time to time, and so, you know, you know, they came into this game with a quarterback that was coming out of the protocol. And, you know, they got sacked five times last week. I think they got sacked seven times last time they were here. So they made some decisions. We expected them to. And, and so, you know, that comes at a cost. It's risk-reward. Can you pinpoint
1: one thing offensively that I think Denver's allowing 12 points a game? You guys had 27
0: that allowed you that success today. Um, not, no, I just thought we, we, we played better. We played more efficiently like we've been talking about. I, if you could pinpoint one thing, you know, we would have solved this problem weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, two more. Was it anything Denver did in the fourth quarter that allowed them to get kind of back in with that desperation? They had a big play. Obviously, you guys came in frustrated those last three weeks. How confident are you can
2: use this win as a springboard? To- Time will
0: tell the story. We're appreciative of, of our efforts and, our, and the win we got today. But, you know, those type perspectives and things of that nature will, will, will be revealed to, us as, revealed to us as we continue to play.
1: Time will tell our story. I like that one. Yeah, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to steal that, Coach. I'm, I'm taking that. Mike Tomlin, after the victory yesterday, a much needed victory, uh, and one that you know lets the Steelers be the BGS, staying alive and with a real opportunity to get back to 500 before the start of, uh, or before the bye week, I should say, before the start of the season series against the Cleveland Browns on Halloween over there in Ohio. Mav tweets, three and three and facing the Brownies. Let's go. I mean, listen, you feel much more confident about Seattle sans Russell Wilson. Duh. I mean, Russell Wilson is one of the top five quarterbacks in the NFL. He's dang good. He, I think he's still somehow criminally underrated. But it's still going to be tough against Seattle. Well-coached team, it helps that they have to come to Heinz Field. Russell Wilson had won his last 13 games in the Eastern Time Zone, which is just an insane anomaly. But it gets much easier. Even though it is my brethren, Geno Smith, coming to Heinz Field, uh, you got to like where the Steelers are at this morning. Certainly much more than when we've woken up on Monday the last two weeks. I mean, that goes without saying. That's, that's Captain Obvious, right? Duh but the steelers they did what they had to do yesterday and and they are staying alive. They're they're, you know, depending on what happens with Baltimore tonight, they could just be one game out of the division lead, which is crazy to think about with with what was a a first um, you know, a a tough month of September, if you will. Wesley Euler with you here on the Steelers Blitz. At Wesley Euler on the twitter.com is where you find me. We got some breaking news as it relates to Juju Smith-Schuster. He is out for the season. Three minutes ago, according to Ian Rappaport, and that is a pretty ironclad source, he tweets, Steelers wide receiver Juju Smith-Schuster had surgery last night on his injured shoulder and is out for the season. The procedure was successful, a tough loss for a Pittsburgh offense that is showing signs of hitting his stride. Hitting its stride, pardon me. So it sounds like Juju is going to be out for the season. Again, that via Ian Rappaport of the NFL Network. He's one of those, you know, Adam Schefter types They're not wrong very often. And it sounds like Juju, unfortunately, is going to be out for the season. We'll discuss that in just a minute here, but first I wanted to hear from the quarterback, Ben Roethlisberger. I tell you what. What a day for him. He he wasn't perfect, but he was the Ben Roethlisberger that this team needs him to be. He did have a turnover on on that strip sack. That one tough, though. You can't really blame that on Ben. Could have gotten rid of that ball a little bit sooner, but that's... Uh, You know, it's not like it was a bad decision to throw a a risky pass. Uh, Other than that one play, good job of taking care of the football. Good job of leading the offense, keeping the offense on the field and sustaining drives and letting the defense rest. Uh, It was the best performance of the season, I thought, for sure, by the offense, by Ben Roethlisberger. Definitely something to build on uh, going forward here. Here's what the quarterback, the future Hall of Famer, had to say after a big win yesterday. This not only you, but just the overall team, kind of quiets critics. Probably not, but
3: we won the game. That's all that matters, truthfully. Yeah.
2: How important was it just to get after you know three games lost to it here at home?
3: Just to get a win. That's that's all. That's all that matters. That's why. There's no disrespect to your question. It just that's all that matters. I mean, winning the football game. Um, we didn't care if it was pretty ugly. Uh, we just wanted to win the game, and and we did that. And it took. All of us, and it took the whole game. Yeah, I mean, I thought he, he did great tonight. Um, but, you know, the running game is more than just one person. You know, it's the line has to open things up, and they did that. Um, I don't know. That, I wish I could give you a better percentage. so I don't want to say say a wrong number, but the there's a very high percentage of those runs today from the shotgun, especially where RPOs, and we probably had some of the throws. But well, I take it out of his hand when when it's just when you're grinding it and you're getting it, and um, it was it was fun to watch him kind of you know excel and take over. And I thought Benny came in at the end of the game, ran the ball really hard, KB too. So um, it, it's I'm happy for Nash, really am. I'm sorry. I mean, um, you know, it, it just it's just different different types of offense. That's all.
2: And the 59 yarder uh, to Claypool. Did you anticipate Miller on him based on your formation? Did you see that free snap and did you attack that specifically?
3: Um, the the that actual play was kind of designed to go to Naj on a back on a linebacker. Uh, was kind of the first read, and so they rotated a corner down at the last minute, kind of saw it out of the corner of my eye and took me off of that because the whole time I was just watching. I didn't realize Bond was on him at first. Um, so the whole time I was watching who was going to guard Naj, who had him, and inside leverage, outside leverage, was a safety coming. So I was over there the whole time. And once they rolled to, to the kind of a cover two on that side, it brought my eyes right back over and chases the first read on that side and just so happened to get him the ball in space and he's going to make something happen.
2: Just against Miller in general, it didn't look like you guys Chipped him much. he didn't have three guys blocking them.
3: Um, well, we still had chips. I mean, we did have chips over there. We we weren't gonna, you know, sacrifice our whole lot by you know putting extra tight ends and extra guys over there. We asked Chukes to do a job against one of the best pass rushers uh, in the game and one of the better ones of all time, and I thought he did a great job tonight.
2: On one of those runs that you mentioned, did you use less motion uh, this game than other games? And
3: does um, that make a difference at all? No, I don't know about less. We we had some we had some motions, you know, under center, some stuff. Um, you know, it, it's kind of one of those things when you can stay on schedule. You know, we were able to stay on schedule, um, picking up positive yards on first down um, always help. Um, some of the stuff from the gun, there maybe was some less, but there was still plenty of motion under center. The jet stuff.
0: Getting that lead and being able to build on it in the third quarter—what does that kind of do for your offense?
3: Well, it's it's encouraging. Um, you know, obviously we we would have liked to have stayed on the field at the end of the game. You know, to finish it, we were able to go out and get points, which is big. threes not ideal, but it got us to a point that we were okay with. But um, you know, I told the guys we before that drive, I said, listen, we either end the game on the field or we score points. Uh, next time I'll try to be more specific with how many points. But um, you know that was a good drive. I'm not sure how much time we used, but it was a decent amount and went down the field and kind of everyone contributed in that drive.
1: And, uh, power running,
0: third down conversions, and you had some deep shots. Is that how this offense has to perform to be at its best?
3: I think it helps. Um, you know, I don't. Like I said, I don't know stats. I don't know the numbers, but I, it felt like we were converting a lot of third downs. Um, I'd love to know what our our Yards on first down were that—that's big. You know, when you can get um, three, four, five yards on first down, it just—it makes those third downs much more manageable. And I felt like we were in manageable third downs tonight, today.
0: Ben, what, today? Uh, ben, what went into to your touchdown pass to Claypool? It looked like you might have looked off Kareem Jackson. Uh, was that what happened?
3: Um, yeah, it was. A, you know, Coach a heck of a play call. We 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 had something set up. We put Chase on the inside. Um, it was a actually a double move outside to Deontay, and they they kind of slacked off him, and there were two high safeties, and I knew Chase was going down the middle, so the best thing I could do was try and keep the safety left for a little, a little as long as I could, and um, just try and deliver it close to where he can make a play, and, and he did the rest. The line gave me great time. And what did you see on
2: the touchdown to Deontay on that opening drive? It looked pretty similar to the one you guys had a week ago against the
3: Packers. Uh, no, different play call. Um, you know, we just just had a. A go route got inside and he he faded out and made a great play. It, it's what an awesome play by him. He's a great football player. And then we
0: talk about RPOs uh, with a lot of run. Are you just count the guys in the box, or or you just have a feel
3: that this play might work? Oh, Mark, I can't give you our secrets because then they will figure it out. But um, there's a there's a lot more involved. There are a lot of things involved. Um, box counts and safeties down one way or another. Sometimes just a look. So um, there's there's a lot more involved than just. Kind of a, are you, which one are you going to do? And I know if they
2: were able to get some uh, yards after the catch on some of those quick slants right. and whatnot, which you hadn't been getting, any difference uh, today? Anything they do that made that
3: happen? I think guys just stepped up and made plays. Um, I, I think a lot of that, um, you know, obviously Chases was big. Deontay in that last drive, um, probably not the most ideal. Dobbs was telling me on the headset that the coaches were like, "It's not there. He's not going to throw. It. He's not going to throw it." Josh was like, "He's going to throw it," and sure enough. Uh, Got it to him, and when you get when you get the ball to a guy like that in space, um, and sometimes space doesn't have to be a lot; it can be a crack, and he's going to make something fun happen. And um, you know that that's just guys making plays. And I told them going in that we obviously, you know, thinking about Juju, and you know Chase wasn't getting many reps in the second half, and you know we needed guys to step up and make plays, and guys did that, and that's that's what I think I'm most proud about.
2: Why was the line better today?
3: Um, I don't know. I, they, they just did a great job. We ran the ball. Um, they gave me time throwing the ball. We had, I think, one sack, and it was a sack fumble. That's on me. Good coverage um, sack. Uh, tried to get out of the pocket and didn't know the guy came around from behind. So I don't know why they played well, but they did, and I'm happy for them. It has been
2: pretty unanimous in your response to the one and three start. No, no panic, Don't listen to the noise, absorb the negativity, all that reach a saturation point. Would that have been harder to sell at one
3: or four? I guess we'll never know.
0: Ben, <laughs> <laughs> the last couple Tuesdays, Mike's come in and said Ben's dealing with X or Y or whatever. Right. You, I think you left to get checked out after the sack. Maybe I think maybe you could just get your hand
2: on a helmet at one point. I mean, just where physically where are you at compared to th- three and a half hours
3: ago? Sore, um, but I just played an NFL football game, and um, we're all a little sore. So um, you know, it, it feels better when you win, though.
0: And you said that you we're looking at some things mechanically. When we won't talking on Wednesday. Obviously, not tape right now. But do you feel like you made some strides
3: in that area? Uh, yeah. I mean, just just how you feel after the game. I not, haven't looked at it yet, obviously. But um, you know, feels feels like some things were there, and and you know, felt a little more comfortable moving around.
2: Do
3: more, and from a chemistry
2: perspective, when you have less
0: receivers, is that easier to
3: build chemistry? Say when Juju goes out, you have Deontay and Chase, or how do you prefer that? Yeah, it's you know we're rotating guys in. Uh, you see Ray Ray getting in there, um, Cody coming in, and, and you know that's that's just from practice. I mean, in practice, we don't just have two guys or three guys. We, we try and rotate them all in so that we understand what each guy's doing. I hate that I missed Cody on that that deep crossing route. Um, but just happy that guys can step up. And, and like I said, we just feel for Juju and just ask everyone to pray for him.
2: Does the clock in your head ever change from week to week in terms of when you feel like you have to get rid of the ball? And what was it like today if the game played out?
3: Yeah, sometimes. Um, and, it, and it kind of sometimes can go as the game goes. You know, um, I think any quarterback, they'd be lying if they told you they didn't sometimes think about that. Like, OK, the ball's got to come out, whatever. Today it felt really comfortable. I felt like I could sit back there and slide and go to second and third reads at times. So um, like I said, I'm just I'm proud of the way the guys played and fought today. Um, we challenged the line this week to be better in the pass game, be better in the run game. And and honestly I thought they answered the the challenge in my opinion.
2: How do you do it if I could
3: do oh oh hey, Mike. Press
2: how, how do you challenge them? You just say play better or is it a long
3: conversation? Oh it's a little bit of both. I I think um, Coach Canada will, You know, kind of challenge. I don't know what happens in their their O line room. I'm sure Clem is on them and getting on them. I know Coach Canada was very vocal this week. And for me, this week was about just trying to encourage, um, talk to each guy and tell them that um, you know I believe in them. I know they can do it. And um, you know, I'm not sure which each one responds to if it's the yelling or the the encouragement. But uh, each each coach and then myself and, and maybe other guys just. Just trying to encourage and, and let those guys know that we need them. You know, we, we're going to go as they go.
1: So that's kind of how it went. Ben Roethlisberger, the quarterback, the future Hall of Famer, the signal caller after a big really win. really excited about the victory. Sorry about that. Would help if I didn't hit the button for the Mike Tomlin audio that we already played you. Ben Roethlisberger there after uh, a big win. And how about old Mike Persuda, huh? Yeah, one more question. Pursuda asked his question. And then he hits him with a follow-up. He gets called out by Ben, but Ben still answers. I got to walk down the hallway and give Pursuit a bop on the head for that one. One more question, not two. (laughs) Great stuff from Ben Roethlisberger there on the offensive line, on the game plan of the offense, and kind of some of the things that they have been working on over the past week. We're going to take our first break here, but in case you missed it before we heard from Ben, we've got some definitive news on Juju, and it doesn't sound too good. We'll discuss that on the other side. You're listening to the Steelers Blitz on SNR.